0: Let's let's talk about the penalties because it's gonna be it's gonna be a space that it's already I'm already looking on Twitter and oh yeah Felino and Felino used the are, are we allowed to uh, quote him properly on this What's our our Do we have like a, we know, are You're the radio We are Okay We're yes, I'm allowed, we allowed okay. Yes yeah, We are Okay so, We are So Felino called the calls the called the penalties bullshit in mm-hmm. his post in then in post game and honestly looking in a vacuum the first one was a bullshit call. Yeah. Like it just, it it was, it was, especially how the game had been called. That was, that should not have been a call. Now the refs tried to make up for it later. Like I truly believe that's the reason they gave Harley the penalty at the end of the, at the end of the period, because yeah. they wanted to make, give a makeup call. But the fact that that was a penalty, that's, that was a bad, that was a bad call. Um, I also was pretty surprised that Foligno was the only one. I, th- I think Foligno deserved the penalty, but I was surprised that the Stars got away without it going four on four because of Marchment raised the stick pretty high t- to the head. I thought in the area, so I thought Stars got away with one, two. That set up the other one. Now, all of that being said, and hopefully, as a Stars fan, you haven't deleted this from your podcast feed after that commentary. Uh, <laughs> the uh, I do want to give credit to Pete DeBoer on this because so much of this series has been the Dean Evison versus Pete DeBoer legal battle Mm -hmm. almost where Dean talks about the Nevison's talks about the stars diving. Pete talks about them being a penalized team. It's, it's a very, it's there, there's, there's a, there's a game that's getting in the media, but the media parroting is only is actually just um, amplified is, is just kind of an echo of what's really happening on the bench where the stars coaches during the game and during the, around the when they talk to the referees, they're pointing things out like this. The wild coaches are pointing out diving around the stars and everything like that. And Felino, after, I mean, Felino diving last game, getting the call for diving and then mocking it last game, it's one of the worst things he could have done because he's, he lost a lot of goodwill with officials by doing that. Great point. And, and so Felino's own actions combined with Pete DeBoer's um, uh, posturing have put the stars in a spot where when Hockenpah does go down on that play, the officials are naturally looking to make the call. It's, it's so whether you like it or not, it's just, it's part of the gamesmanship of it gamesmanship of it, and the stars to, and so credit to what Pete DeBoer has done and also credit or blame whichever depending on which side of the series you're rooting on to Felino for putting himself in that situation as well. So I don't like the calls, honestly, as a hockey fan, I don't want those to be called. I also, as someone who has watched this series and watched how things have interacted, I get why they were called because of the human narrative is technically not supposed to impact the calls. But referees are humans. Players are humans. Coaches are humans. This is all humans at the end of the day. So it can't just be robotic when when officials have seen how Felino's how Foligno and has been handled all series and they've been hearing from the stars coaches about it and at the same time the wild are complaining about they're not penalized it doesn't surprise you that that call is made and so it's okay it's it's not not okay is the wrong word like i don't like the penalty in the vacuum but i also want to be clear that it's also not it's, I mean, teams win and lose games for very, various reasons. The stars had some bad calls against them too. Yep. Um, the, in multiple games and other games in Minnesota. So like, I don't like talking about officiating too much on this because I think it all frankly evens out in the end, but it just gets amplified and it's going to be a talking point and stars fans are going to have to endure hearing it from national pundancy and everything like that until Tuesday, because everyone's going to be talking about the bad calls. And that that's kind of a shame because it takes away from some of the other parts of this game.
1: Yeah. It's, it's an emotional response from stars, fans and wild fans. Every time something happens. I mean, you could hear the crowd reaction every time there was a, a hit that wild fans thought weren't clean or, and we had the same thing in Dallas. I I would Mm -hmm. just say this. I think, I think, you and I agree that the refereeing has not been great in this series. Yeah. Um, however, I don't think it's been one sided. I think there've been a lot of missed calls for both teams. And I think there were some calls made tonight that did go against the wild. And, uh, that interference that led to the first hour stars, power play goal. That was a big call. So, I mean, it is what it is. The bottom line is, is I thought as the game got better, the stars got better. Um, A couple things. First, we mentioned the Pete DeBoer. You know, as a coach, it's a tough decision to sit a guy like Colin Miller, who's been there for you throughout the whole season. So credit there. Not might not be talked about, but let's look. 346, third period. DeBoer calls a timeout during a power play, star score after that timeout. I -hmm. thought that was a. Because a lot yeah. of people could yeah. say, why are you resting the wild penalty killers? You know, I mean, come on, let's push it. But I thought it was a key timeout, a key time to regroup, and the Stars went on to score a goal.
0: I, no, I, I actually like the, especially when, with how the Stars are running right now, because the Stars really don't have two clicking power play units. If the Stars had two clicking power play units, I'd be like, okay, you know what? Kind of roll it because you mm-hmm. got one and two going back to back. But since the stars are kind of more of uh, a uh, since the stars only really have one unit rolling right now, I'm okay with that because I feel like that spins things in your favor, and it did, and you did, and the stars scored and they won the game.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. So we talked about Sagan, we talked about the Donoff, we talked about De Boer. Um, we talked about the screens on Gustafson. Now it comes back to Dallas and should be a rocking barn on Tuesday night. By the way, Sean, why are we going Tuesday and then Friday?
0: Uh, is there anything at the, I think, I believe it's, uh, because remember we're going back to, Oh, is back, it a Minnesota
1: conflict with the arena? I,
0: I, I believe, let's see, let's see, let's see what the calendar is. I can actually pull it. It's, uh, well it's this let's see. Oh, there's not. I don't see anything on the calendar for it for XL hmm. Energy Center for that game. Maybe they're doing <laughs> it to
1: plan out a game seven on Sunday.
0: Well, a game seven would be Sunday. Yeah. If in Dallas, if the case, but and maybe it may be a TV it may be a TV thing. I we'll have to look at it because it's something where it's and maybe it's a day to build things in, but it's I don't know. It it is kind of odd to see, see it kind of built in that way.
1: Not to mention an earlier start time on Tuesday.
0: Wonderful. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) Wonderful. Gavin, are you ready for like, like we're we're recording this one right now, uh, 12 minutes before the past two games would have started. (laughs) I know.
1: I know. I know. It's a beautiful thing. (laughs) I know (laughs) I was cruising into the station during daylight today and I was like, this is great. This is this is amazing. This, this <laughs>